and welcome to The Bulletin with UBS on Monocle 24. Each week, the sharpest minds and freshest thinkers in the world of finance take you beyond the numbers and hype, right to the heart of the big issues of the day. This week, we're diving into the UBS Annual Reserve Manager Survey 2022. The survey is among the most authoritative depictions of official reserve management activities available anywhere. This year's research was conducted between April and June and collected responses from more than 30 central banks from all regions around the globe. It considers a sweep of both macro and more investment-focused themes, so on today's programme we'll be discussing the primary economic concerns, those related to FX reserve management, strategic asset allocation of course, but also currencies, and maybe more significantly this year, the impact of sanctions and geopolitics. To do all that with us, I'm delighted to welcome, fresh from the 28th Annual Reserve Management Seminar just last week, Massimiliano Castelli. Max is Head of Strategy and Advice, Global Sovereign Market Team in UBS Asset Management. This is the team serving sovereign institutions, including central banks, sovereign wealth funds and state-controlled investment vehicles at a global level. Max Castelli, welcome to the show. Just tell us a little bit, first of all, about what the survey does, what it seeks to do. It's a depiction, isn't it, of the official reserve management activities that are available. It's the most authoritative one that's around. Tell us a little bit more about the survey. Yeah, we have been running, so this was the 28 uh, reserve management seminar. So we've been running this conference uh, uh, focus on reserve manager for 28 years now. So it has become a very well-established event and also the survey that we carry out before the conference every year is used by us to understand what are the most recent trends in reserve management. And we're also very proud of it because over the years we saw this survey being used by official institutions all around the world when they look into for instance, how to change the way they manage their reserve, and also, of course, to share some thoughts about what are the major challenges and concern and opportunity for reserve manager. It is a special survey because we ask some questions, which are, of course, are very topical, like this year, but we also ask questions on a recurring basis, so we're also able to monitor how the reserve management is changing in the light of the changing economic and financial condition. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. And let's start maybe by looking a little bit at some of the macro concerns, the big economic concerns. Perhaps understandably, as you've alluded to there already, Max, there is a fear seemingly what i think through through 80% of respondents about escalating geopolitical tensions and conflicts but also a fear of of inflation and uh, an uncontrolled rise in yields um just talk us through talk us through this this area first of all the question of course uh, focus on the both the macro and the more investment related issues surrounding the reserve management on the macro level, we always start the survey with a question about the major concern impacting the global economy. Basically, what are the main risks that, according to the participant to the survey, are on the top of their agenda? And this year, I would say not surprisingly, we had inflation and uncontrolled rise in long-term yields as the most mentioned risk factor. Nearly 90% of respondents 
mentioned this factor, and it was uh, followed by 80% with regards to a further escalation in the geopolitical conflict. What is interesting is the, uh, the sort of uh, two of the main risk, the escalation in geopolitical conflicts, but also commodity price development and energy security, they were uh, completely new compared to last year. What is also remarkable is that some of the risks that in previous year they were ranking very high, for instance, uh, government debt levels and also climate change, they actually ranked relatively low this year. So, of course, uh, the respondents, they live in the current environment and definitely the, the question of the day is what's happening on the inflation front and on the interest rate front, no doubt about that. Yeah, Max, and one thing I find really interesting is exactly that idea that you mentioned there of things that perhaps weren't such a focus even as recently as 12 months ago that now are right in the top three areas of of concern. And I gather it's a similar picture if we look at concerns related to to FX reserves and FX reserve management as well. Obviously, rising rates stateside and inflation there are are key, but also this, this concern about asset price volatility across markets, a concern I think on almost two thirds of respondents. Only one third last year. It just shows once again, doesn't it, how how fluid the situation can be. Absolutely. I would say fluid is the right word. So far over the years, the major concern for reserve manager has been the low yield environment and the fact that being a reserve manager very much invested into fixed income asset, the search for yield was a very important factor. Now, this has completely gone and has been replaced exactly by the concern about inflation and rising interest rates. Asset price volatility is also very important. We should not forget that for many reserve managers, 2022 has been a year, a very difficult year in terms of return. For the first time, many fixed income portfolios suffer significant losses. In some cases, some of these losses have been the largest over the last 40 years. So that's definitely a big change in the way uh, reserve manager are uh, reserve are managed, and also the type of concern that uh, central banks have as investor at the moment. Uh, let's we'll sweep through some of the broad brush findings first. We can always go into a bit more detail, Max, later. But let's talk a little bit about strategic asset allocation um, then next. What were the learnings uh, this time around? Yeah, what, uh, as I mentioned, we, there are some questions which are very topical and, of course, reflect the current environment, but there are also some questions which we have been asking uh, every year. And one of them is uh, what are the trends in approved asset classes? So basically, we ask the research manager where they are allowed to invest or where they invest. And what was remarkable this year is that despite all the concern about inflation, rising interest rates and asset price volatility, we actually saw the so-called diversification trends of reserve management continuing. Just to give some number, for instance, now one in two central banks globally can invest into listed equity. This is pretty remarkable considering that uh, the diversification into equity has been a trend which started only a few years back. And it appears to be continuing as investors try to diversify their portfolio as much as possible to deal with the current volatile environment. As well, we saw many central banks now, for instance, uh, nearly 70% invest in uh, corporate debt. We have uh, another 50% investing in emerging market debt. So in a, in a nutshell, over the years, we saw the investable universe 
of research manager evolving and nowadays these institutions have a, an investment profile which is a little bit more similar to those for instance of pension funds or insurance funds. This is pretty remarkable because as you know research managers are a very special class of investor their primary mandate is a capital protection and liquidity management, but the fact that the diversification trend is continuing despite the volatility in the market, I think is remarkable. Well, another striking uh, sort of note in the report is the idea, which speaks exactly to this point that you make there, Max, about, you know, adding to the established objectives of of most of this class of, you know, liquidity, safety, returns, almost adding sustainability potentially as a fourth reserve management objective. And I know lots, I think it's more than a third now of participants have thought about adding sustainability. Again, this shows, this is a theme, isn't it, which is, kind of it's done mainstream adoption now and it's becoming almost ubiquitous as a as a priority absolutely and actually this uh, the inclusion of uh, sustainability in their investment framework is something that we started monitoring already for a quite a few years now and as you mentioned we have about nearly 40% responding that they are considering to add the sustainability as a fourth research management objective in addition to capital preservation, liquidity and return maximization. This proves uh, how much the sustainability story has gained ground, not only among uh, investors like pension funds or insurance funds, which of course also have the uh, sort of pressure from members, but also in the world of central banks, which as you know, have been particularly active in incorporating uh, sustainability and in particular the climate change is a risk factor for financial stability. I think it was unavoidable that this is starting to become more and more reflected in their investment profile as well. Let's talk next, Max, briefly about currency management um, and some interesting yep. findings that perhaps maybe accord with your expectations. Um, interesting that uh, the euro was the most frequently mentioned currency when it came to those that central banks were planning to reduce perhaps over the next 12 months. And the dollar mentioned most frequently on the flip side for currencies to add. But give us a bit of a, an overview of the currency management situation. Yeah, as you know, reserve management has been uh, an area which has been dominated by a few currency, in particular the dollar, which is, uh, has been traditionally the dominant currency for, uh, for many decades now, the euro, and a few other uh, advanced economies' uh, currency. The diversification across currency has been a steady process, which we've been uh, monitoring for a very long time. And if I can, uh, in a nutshell, we saw a gradual decrease of the share of the US dollar in global reserves, still dominant, but falling steadily, and the rise of the RMB. The RMB is starting from a very low level. And according to our estimates, uh, we are close now to an average allocation of around uh, 5.8%. So this is uh, still rising as I mentioned, from a very low level, but I believe that over the next uh, few years, uh, we will see the RMB eventually reaching a share of global reserve of around 10%. Of course, uh, this year was very special because the rise in yields of the US yields is a very strong uh, factor behind uh, the demand for US dollar denominated asset. Because as I mentioned, the search for yield is gone and nowadays, uh, U.S. Treasury can offer yields which are uh, more attractive than what have been for a very long time. But still, we see central banks uh, engage into 
basically changing the composition of their reserve to better reflect this change that we already experienced in the structure of the global economy. China is, uh, of course, the most obvious candidate, given his weight in the global economy. And the RMB appears to continue his steady rise versus the role of a leading reserve currency together with the euro and the dollar. Yeah, and that's really interesting. And that picks up on uh, the same theme, which I know there's a bit of a focus, not just on the impact of geopolitics and geopolitical volatility this year, but also the impact of sanctions more specifically. And there was a note in the piece about uh, which of those reserve currencies are likely to benefit from this shift, this broader shift we're seeing towards a, a more what multipolar world and I think more than 80% of respondents mentioned about the renminbi as being potentially one to, to to benefit in that section though about the impact of sanctions just taking a step back what were the bigger observations max in the piece because clearly the western sanctions against the central bank of russia are hugely significant is there a feeling that that is indicative of a future direction of travel more broadly perhaps Absolutely. The sanction is definitely an event for reserve manager. In reality, it's not the first time the sanctions are imposed against uh, uh, some central banks, but for sure, it is the first time the sanctions are imposed against uh, one of the largest uh, reserve managers, like the Central Bank of Russia. So we were very interested to know what are the sort of implication of this uh, move against uh, the reserve of one of the leading uh, central banks? And the results are, are, are very relevant. If, uh, if we did not expect to see a dramatic impact in the sense that suddenly central banks has become, let's say, more uh, less inclined, for instance, to hold the reserve, but definitely we saw in the response that there is an impact. I believe this impact will uh, materialize over the years, but there are two important implications. The one that you mentioned that uh, when uh, thinking about the way reserve management will be managing the future, there is definitely a view that there will be an impact in terms of uh, composition. Think about currency, as you mentioned, the RMB might be a currency which will benefit. But I think what is also uh, remarkable is the fact that also the way central banks see reserve as a tool for macroeconomic management uh, eventually could be impacted in the future. And this is something that I think will unfold over the years. For instance, there was a lively debate when we discussed the results of the survey at our conference about the fact that probably global reserve have peaked in terms of percentage of GDP. And then the question will become what will be the role of reserve in the future? If a reserve can be used as a political tool, some central banks, particularly in emerging market, will ask themselves whether you need additional tool, for instance, swap agreements, or even in the future, central banks, a digital currency to really broaden the availability of tool to manage their economy better. And this is, I think, we are just at the beginning of these trends. And it's uh, remarkable that our survey actually pick up at the beginning of these trends in a very clear way. Max Costelli, just finally, how well do the findings of the report sum up, in your view, the range of challenges facing reserve managers at the moment? The results of the survey, and we discuss about the major concern about economy and as well the concern specifically on reserve management, I think they, are, they reflect very well the current uh, challenge faced by reserve manager. 
First of all, what I think is remarkable is that uh, reserve managers themselves, which very often, of course, are also the institution which set the interest rates around the world, they believe that the current increase in interest rate uh, in some ways is going to be limited in terms of size. So for instance, when we ask about where do you see the terminal uh, rate for uh, US interest rates, nearly nearly 40% they think that they will reach a level of a 325 to 3.5% and another 30% believe that it will be between 275 and 3%. Now, this means that uh, there is definitely an expectation of rising U.S. interest rates, but uh, this is very much in line with what the market is currently uh, pricing in, which is, yes, we are going to see rates going up, but we are not going to see rates going beyond a certain level, for instance, uh, 4 or 5% which would be pretty significant in terms of size. These reflect the fact that there is a debate, not only among investors alike, but also reserve managers, about whether the current increase in inflation that we are experiencing is transitory or what we call in the jargon a sort of a regime shift. Actually, during the conference, I asked this question to most of the participants from governors to more uh, investment-related uh, officials. And uh, there is uh, definitely a split view about whether the global economy is moving into a completely new regime. I think the debate is on, and uh, I can mention factors which, uh, let's say, support the first view and the factors which support the second view. But I believe that until this uncertainty on what will happen to inflation over the medium term will not be clear, we will continue to see volatility markets because there is not yet a clear view about where monetary policy will end up in the end in the current of the inflation challenge we are having. So that's something that came out both from the survey and from the conference. And the other question is very much about how research manager can continue to adapt their investment profile to navigate this market. For instance, just to give an example, when we talk about diversification of FX reserves, we have seen in the last few months a growing interest for alternative asset classes, for instance, real estate or infrastructure which are not the typical asset classes of research manager. I wouldn't be surprised if in a few years' time when we will ask the same question about asset allocation, we will hear that more research managers have decided to diversify more beyond fixed income and listed equity. Final point, it is about the level of reserve. As you know, many central banks around the world that sit on a level of reserve which is very much above what is required for pure liquidity or macroeconomic management. So there is a lot of room for further diversification in this pot of money. This is, as I mentioned, a trend which has been going on since the great financial crisis. And I think it will continue in the future and we will see more and more innovation as far as the management of reserve is concerned. Max Castelli. And that brings us to the end of this edition of The Bulletin with UBS, setting the agenda in the fast-moving world of finance every week here on Monocle 24. You can listen again and explore more at monocle.com. That's where you can join the club by subscribing to Monocle Magazine too. You can also follow this programme wherever you get your podcasts or discover more and find out how UBS can help you at ubs.com. 
This is The Bulletin with UBS on Monocle 24. I'm Tom Edwards. Thanks for listening.